Hello to you wherever you are. This is Richard J. Hanna, your lonely sentinel in a world gone completely mad. We're now into March, already a time when hairs are mad. Well, it's been a mad old week in politics. Lee Anderson making unhinged comments. A by-election two nights ago, not won by any of the major parties. We have a great too good, too bad answers to the lyric machine. Our usual competitions, lots of eclectic music. Welcome to the Sunday Radio Magazine. In case you missed it at the end of last week's show, Beyonce with Texas Holden. She's back in the charts and she's top of the country charts. This ain't Texas. Take it to the flow now. Woo! Huh. There's a tornado, a tornado in my city. In my city. Get the basement. That ain't pretty. Rugged whiskey. We surviving. All the red cup kisses. Sweet redemption. Passing time, yeah. Ooh, one step to the right. We headed to the dive bar. We Take it to the flow now, ooh. Hoops, spurs, 
to the flow now. Ooh. Shining bright, time isn't ticking anymore. I'm wide awake, there ain't no lock. I am a key, and life is knocking at my door. It's now or never, I know there is no doubt. All my fears fading away. I am surrounded by the wind beneath my wings. So maybe you'll cross my way. It's now or never. The Gossip Pages. So, what have you heard? So, after Anastasia, let's just catch up with some of the um, craziest stories in the news this week. I can tell you that I'm no racist. 
And I have been friends with Lee since we joined the party together. And I have never had one hint of racism out of him. I think it's entirely possible that the stupid so-and-so has got himself into this absolute horlicks because it's never occurred to him in a million years that it could have been interpreted as racist. But, but if and, you, and his if words you, are wrong. I'm not defending his words. If you accuse words. the Muslim mayor of London of being essentially in bed with his Muslim uh, extremist mates, yeah. I mean, how can you interpret that in any other way apart from being Because Islamophobic? the second half of the sentence was he, they're in control of Keir Starmer. He's, he's just been a wally. That was Tory MP Catherine Fletcher. Meantime, in Rochdale on Thursday night, Friday morning... This is for Gaza. You have paid, and you will pay, a high price for the role that you have played in enabling, encouraging, and covering for the catastrophe presently going on in occupied Palestine in the Gaza Strip. Rochdale Town Councillors, I put you on notice now that I hope to put together a grand alliance of all the parties to remove, to remove, to remove, So, just unpacking that for you, there was a by-election up in Rochdale in Lancashire. It came about because the sitting MP, a Labour MP, uh, died in post. So they had a by-election. During the campaign, during the hustings, the prospective Labour candidate, who was expected to pick up the seat pretty easily, said some controversial things. The Labour Party withdrew some their support, which pretty much sank their campaign, leaving the field wide open. The seat was picked up by George Galloway, who has a lot of history as a Labour MP himself and was expelled for some extreme views. He picked up the seat. Now then, he is known for a long speech or two, and um, of course he's going to change the world. They're not being super sarcastic there, but he has a history of making very, very long speeches and making huge declarations. So you heard some of that. During that speech, he was then interrupted by an Extinction Rebellion protester who let him have her thoughts. Now, if you think that's complicated... Richard Tice, who represents reforms, declared that things weren't fair. It wasn't a fair election because, well, I'll let him tell you. Now the polls have closed, people across the United Kingdom need to know the truth about this election campaign and the implications for our country and our democracy. To suggest that a parliamentary election in this country has not been a truly free and fair election is a very serious allegation indeed. Unfortunately, the behaviour of certain candidates and their supporters in this contest fall very far short of our traditional democratic standards. What we've witnessed and experienced in Rochdale is deeply disturbing. Our candidate and campaign team has been subjected to racist death threats, racist abuse, refused entry to hustings in council buildings, 
had to be relocated for their own safety, suffered daily intimidation and slurs. I've already removed all of my staff from this count. In one incident, Reform UK's business supporters were threatened with a firebomb attack if they, disturb, if they distributed our leaflets. Menacing behaviour became a feature of this entire campaign, including today outside polling stations. In this ugliest of contexts, we're concerned by the sudden increase also in the size of the postal vote, from 14,000 last time to some 23,000 just a few years later. Not being flippant, but it's the extreme left declaring victory and the extreme right crying foul. Ba ba boom, ba ba boom, are you gonna play a tune? Have a party, be a smarty, leave your kids behind the moon. Ba ba boom, ba ba boom, kinda makes you wanna dance. We're not looking for no fighting, so let's give our piece a chance. Are you? Merry Christmas, girls. His northern wit was a delight to watch. If this was oil, that would be Texas. Dave Myers, the bespectacled half of the hairy bikers duo, was a regular on British television for over two decades. Their friendship extended to the many who tuned in to watch the pair travel, laugh and cook together, bonded through their love of food. I keep giving all these memories of all the, the things, because we were mates for 10 years before the bikers. Yeah. And those 10 years, all the mad adventures we had, the mad <laughs> ideas, it keeps flooding back to me. <laughs> you know, essentially, I haven't changed. With two gadgets sitting on a bench. Myers was born in Barron, Furness, Lancashire. The pair met in 1995. Both worked in TV production, Myers as a makeup artist specialising in prosthetics, Cy King as a location manager. After moving to front of camera and finding fame through their cooking show, the pair published numerous books, selling in excess of six million copies. Years of eating gorgeous food have taken a toll. Even launching their own diet club, admitting they had a wake-up call after a doctor told them they were both middle-aged and morbidly obese. Their relatability, part of the appeal. In 2013, Myers quickly became a fan favourite on Strictly Come Dancing. I don't care, Dave, what they say, you're my favourite. Yeah! 
what he lacked in skills, he made up for with enthusiasm. More recently on their cooking show, he'd spoken openly of his cancer diagnosis less than two years ago. When I was told I was ill, I never thought I'd ride a motorcycle again. There's a spirit of Dave that I've always loved. Although chemotherapy had left him too unsteady at first to get on his beloved motorbike, he'd managed to return to filming towards the end of last year, travelling from Scotland to Devon in the latest BBC Two series currently on air. Theirs was a show free of the arrogance or ego of the professional TV chef. People kept watching because of the pair's enthusiasm for eating. The warmth and wit of Dave Myers, an essential ingredient in making the Hairy Bikers an enduring success. Love the Hairy Bikers, and that was a life well lived. I'm not going to play something sad. We'll play something that's a bit of a knees up, a bit of an... Oi, oi!
breaking news because the Supreme Court has agreed to decide if Donald Trump has immunity from prosecution on election interference charges. The charges involve Mr. Trump's efforts to overturn his 2020 election loss, but the Supreme Court's decision to take up the case could delay it beyond the election in November. I think it was inevitable that this case would end up at the Supreme Court. Uh, Donald Trump's claims have already been rejected by a lower court, and he claims that uh, he is uh, immune to this kind of uh, criminal prosecution because he was president at the time. This relates to the allegations, as you've mentioned, that he tried to overturn the result of the 2020 election. Mr. Trump faces multiple charges, including one that he uh, conspired to defraud the United States. This was a trial that was due to start very soon next month. Uh, it has been delayed. It is now on hold. And we're hearing from the Supreme Court that they intend to hear arguments in April, the third week of April, a decision expected at some point in June. So we know now that this trial, if indeed it goes ahead, won't be happening until at least July. We're getting into political convention season then, and the election is looming in November. Of course, one of Donald Trump's, seemingly one of Donald Trump's tactics has always been to try to delay, to delay, delay these uh, legal proceedings against him while he focuses on his campaign. You're riding with me, Richard J. Hanna, with the Sunday Radio Magazine on the 3rd of March. Coming up next, we've got Jim Gaffigan, a bit of comedy, and then we're going to get to Too Good, Too Bad. I thought I saw a man born to life. He was warm, he came around like he was dignified. He showed me what it was to cry. Well, you couldn't be that man I adore. You don't seem to know, you seem to care. Your heart is for well, I don't know him anymore There's nothing where he used to lie The conversation has run dry That's what's going on Nothing's fine I'm torn I'm all out of faith This is how I feel I'm cold and I am shamed Lying naked on the floor
He went through the ringer. It's not like Jesus had a cakewalk, though. You think Jesus ever trying to talk God out of some of that stuff? You know, like, hey, Dad, you know that whole crucifixion thing? Yes, you're dying on the cross for all mankind's sins. Yeah, yeah, hear me out. <laughs> what if instead of that, we did a big fundraiser? <laughs> no, now get cracking on your miracles. Jesus performed so many miracles. You think the carpentry ever came up when he was doing the miracles? Jesus, if you could cure our son's blindness, and we'd love some shelves right here. <laughs> I don't know if you want to do the blindness, then the shelves. We need the shelves by Tuesday. <laughs> of course, we'd love our son to see those shelves. Jesus had the apostles traveling with 12 guys. You get like five guys together, a fist fight starts. If I were Jesus, I would have snapped. I would have been like, stop following me! Would one of you shave? We look like a homeless football team. He's going to hell for that job. You know, the apostles are always used as an example of people that gave up everything to follow Jesus. They gave up everything, but, you know, they were fishermen. It's not like they were investment bankers. You know, Jesus went up to them, Hey, you know, you're sitting out here in the blistering heat trying to catch fish in the Dead Sea? Yeah, it sucks. You want to follow me? I'm God. By the way, I can turn water into wine. All right, I'll go with you. One condition, you have to give up everything, and I mean everything. So I leave the pole here? <laughs> no, we can bring the pole. The apostles. How'd they come up with that name? You, know? you think one of the apostles was like, hey, Jesus, me and the guys were talking. I don't know why he sounds like that. <laughs> Maybe he's the apostle from Brooklyn. <laughs> Jesus, me and the guys were talking. You know? We think we need a name. Jesus was like, whatever. Uh, I don't care. What about this name? The apostles. Maybe the disciples. We get some leather jackets. Get a big bird on the back. Jesus is like, whatever, we're all gonna be martyred. But we can still get the jackets, right? I don't like those religion jobs. They made me uncomfortable. 
We all know Jesus had the apostles, but did he have a best friend? Was he ever like, I think everyone knows the apostles, and this is my buddy Earl. <laughs> We're in marching band together. <laughs> he thinks this whole Messiah thing is crazy. <gasps> He's going to hell for that. Heaven. I hope heaven's nice. We kind of built it up down here, didn't we? We compare everything to heaven. It's like, oh, try this pie. It's like heaven. What if we got to heaven? They're like, no pie. <laughs> no pie? On earth? Yeah, those people aren't coming up here. West Virginia, you know, West Virginia, the state slogan of West Virginia is almost heaven, West Virginia, which sounds cool, but that's not like the best promotion for heaven. Because based on that, if I'm a good guy all my life, when I die, I'm going to a place a little bit better than West Virginia. <laughs> I mean, it's beautiful, but that kind of makes me want to take another look at hell. <laughs> he went too far. I didn't like that joke at all. It made me uncomfortable. I know religion jokes make some people uncomfortable, and I call them sinners. My wife is very Catholic. If you've never been to a Catholic mass, it's still going on. It never really ends. They just loop it around. I can never get my wife to leave when church is over. She's always like, why don't we stay and talk to the weirdest people here? She doesn't consider me a real Catholic because I don't go to church or follow any of the church teachings, but you know, occasionally I'll root for Notre Dame. <laughs> so I'm Catholic. I think it's interesting how Catholics and Protestants didn't get along. How did that play out? Yeah. You see those people over there with the almost identical beliefs as mine? I want to kill them. Because <laughs> my God's all about love. My grandma would hate those jokes. Two weeks ago was my grandmother's 101st birthday. How about that? Yeah. Well, it's not that big of a deal. She died 20 years ago. That's a trick joke! If we catch a criminal, when we catch a criminal, it's nothing we can do but play cops and robbers, cops and robbers.
Too good. Too bad. The worst of songs versus the best. All right, we've come to that time of the show. That's one of my favourite bits of the show is where we look at a record that is rather bad, uh, very challenged musically, lyrically, just woeful. And sometimes when I do or play the track that I think is awful, I get an awful lot of posts saying, no, 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 that was my wedding list. Oh, my goodness, what are you playing? That's a song that I love. I don't think I'm going to struggle this week. And then when we come across a song that's too good, sometimes it provokes conversation. I try and introduce you to a song that you may not know as well, but is in my record collection. So this week we've gone for the Shags, who were an American rock band formed in Fremont, New Jersey in 1965. So we're going to go back to the 60s. And they comprised the sisters Dorothy, known as Dot Wiggin, who did vocals and lead guitar. Betty Wiggin, who did vocals and rhythm guitar. Helen Wiggin, who played the drums, and later on, Rachel Wiggin joined them, but not on the track I'm going to play. The music has been described as both among the worst of all time, yes, you heard it here, not just me, but others think it's the worst of all time, but also as a work of unintentional brilliance. Well, I'll let you be the judge of that. Drop me a line, tell me what you think. Richard-Hannah at Outlook.com. Richard-Hannah at Outlook.com. Or drop a line to the station that you're listening to me on. I think they'll pass that across. They compose seemingly simple songs. I would say bizarre they deliberately used untuned guitars erratic time signatures and sort of disconnected drum parts they they did it deliberately it wasn't an accident and they thought they were making a statement and according to rolling stone the sisters sang like lobotomized von trapp family singers (laughs) i'll leave you to judge for yourself that's all i'm gonna say they claimed it was free jazz. Hmm. Oh, the rich people want what the poor people got. And the poor people want what the rich people got. And the skinny people want what the fat people got. The fat people want what the skinny people's got. You can never be anybody in this world. The short people want what the tall people's got. And the tall people want what the short people's got. The little kids want what the big kids got. And the big kids want what the It doesn't matter what you say. They will 
things the opposite way It doesn't matter where you go It doesn't matter who you see There will always be someone who disagrees We do our best, we try to please But we're like the rest Whenever say is they did start together and they kind of caught up towards the end and finished together they are called the shags they are original group you can go and find them online and that was called philosophy of the world and there are rock stars who claim that they were sheer genius i was going to use another word but we're on radio and i don't use bad language but there we go the shags I think sometimes they rival my favourite bad singer, that is Mrs. Miller, Mrs. Elva Miller. I'll play her another day. She gets played a lot on my shows. But the Shags are definitely front and centre this week as too bad. Tell me what you think. Richard-Hannah at Outlook.com or drop me a line at your favourite radio station. Mm -hmm. Now then. I've got a, another unusual track for you with an unusual artist. So his name is Dimash, and he's probably the only megastar that comes from Kazakhstan. He came through the crossover channel. He came through the operatic musicals crossover channel, and he's been around since about 2017. He caused a lot of controversy because he was taking part in a show similar to America's Got Talent, Britain's Got Talent, a judged music show which uh, featured RuPaul, um, Faith Hill, and I forget who the last person was, but there were two or three really big names who were judging these singers. Partway through the competition, he then says, look, I really don't, I'd like to drop out. Oh, James Corden was actually the show host. So he was hosting the show. So this was a good seven or eight years ago. And uh, James Corden did his very, very best to smooth everything. But there was an absolute major row when this competition, which was supposed to be representative singers from all parts of the world, dropped out. He just dropped out for Kazakhstan and said that he didn't really want to compete with children. RuPaul rounded on him. You knew what was going on here. This is all BS. I think she was a little strong, uh, but he made his point and he left the show. But actually, I think it helped him because he got a lot of notoriety from there and people saying, well, who's this? I looked him up after that and found a couple of songs from him, The Stranger. Uh, there's another one called SOS. But then I came across this track. It's called Opera 2 and it's extraordinary. And the thing I want to tell you about this is everything you hear is him. There's no trickery. 
absolutely no trickery. If you know what um, the whistle range is, uh, you'll hear Beyonce do it occasionally. Uh, Minnie Ripperton was able to do it occasionally, where they go up into the rafters and even further. Uh, he has the whistle range. I don't know how he does this. Now, I've picked out a live track, because only on the live track does he change key three times. But I think you're going to... It doesn't matter whether you do or don't like opera, or you do or don't like uh, opera crossover. You will never have heard a guy sing like this. I've heard others try and do it, but I've never heard anybody effortlessly sing like this. Строи, но я в нем один. Хлопнула дверь за спиной. Ветер синий стучится в окно. Плачет опять надо мной. Ночью краса, а на утро туман. Солнце остыло совсем Давние боги Идут чередой Поиски собираются все
Who would have thought it? He sang opera two in front of a live crowd. He's from Kazakhstan. He is an opera singer and he does that. Absolutely extraordinary. I've heard boys, young boys before uh, puberty sing in the whistle range and sing proper songs there. I've heard artists, big artists, I mean, we know that Beyonce can do it, uh, can get into the whistle range, which she does as a trick every now and again. But to actually sing up there for half the song and do three key changes while you're at it is absolutely extraordinary. He sounds like he's going to do himself a lot of harm one day. So that is this week's Too Good. Opera 2... Dimash Kudeberger. Okay, now I'm going to play you three in a row without me interrupting. Let's go back to the 70s.
Listening to Richard J. Hanna. It was wild. My wife was in surgery for 10 hours, and before the surgery, the surgeon told me, he goes, halfway through, I'll probably stop and get lunch. <laughs> I don't need to know that. <laughs> Why even tell me that? Was he afraid I was gonna run into him in the cafeteria? <laughs> what are you doing here? <laughs> I get these cravings. Those Snickers commercials are true. <laughs> but he was a great brain surgeon. We learn later on that he's like the best. I don't know how they determine the best brain surgeon. You know, maybe there's a competition. <laughs> America's got tumors. <laughs> Heidi Klum thought he was the best. The best brain surgeon. Isn't it enough that someone's a brain surgeon? <laughs> None of us can even get in med school. A brain surgeon goes to medical school afterwards, specializes in neurology, after that specializes in surgery of the brain, and we're like, yeah, but are they any good? <laughs> yeah, they're a brain surgeon. You know what they do with the bad brain surgeons? They don't let them become brain surgeons. <laughs> Can you imagine the pressure on a brain surgeon? At no point during their workday can they say, hey, it ain't brain surgery. Because <laughs> it's always brain surgery. Every day. What you do at work, honey? Brain surgery. <laughs> That's fun. You want some fruit? Never. <laughs> My wife had a... She had an amazing team of doctors. She had the brain surgeon. She also had an ear, nose, and throat doctor. Ear, nose, and throat. That kind of sounds like they didn't make the cut for brain surgeon. <laughs> I want to be a brain surgeon. You know what? Let's stick with the ears, nose, and throat. <laughs> You'd 
be better with the things surrounding the brain. Can I have the eyes? You know what, let's stick with the ears, nose, and throat. We promised the eyes to the nerd at Lens Crafters. Why pick on optometrists? Those ear, nose, and throat doctors, they must look at dentists and think, just teeth? That's it? What about the tongue? Not the tongue, just the teeth. You just work on teeth, surgery on teeth? Oh, I don't do the surgery, that's the orthodontist. I mostly scrape stuff off of teeth while I listen to 80s music. I love Debbie Gibson. When you think about it, dentists, they don't do the surgery. They don't even clean the teeth. They're like, you guys do everything and then I'll come in and jab them with a sharp object. Well, I listen to Debbie. I did figure out what type of doctor I would want to be, which is an anesthesiologist. Because just once, I'd like to walk in a room and go, Hi, I'm Dr. Gaffigan. I'm going to give you some drugs so you can't talk or move. And one of these strangers is going to cut you open. Good luck. What draws someone to anesthesiology? It's like, I like medicine, but I really enjoy getting people high. If I can combine the two. I also prefer to sit during surgery. You ever see the anesthesiologist during surgery? They're always sitting there like, I don't even know why I have to be here. <laughs> yeah, they're still alive. <laughs> Anyone got the Wi-Fi password? Yes, it's time to take a look at what's on the telly box and also what's on at the cinema. And we recommend you take a look at the series The Lincoln Lawyer. That's two series on Netflix. Not to be confused with the film of the same name, same characters, but that film starred Matthew McConaughey, you know. All right, all right, all right. That Matthew McConaughey. The plot's very simple, an idealistic lawyer. Mickey Haller runs his practice out of the back of his Lincoln, that's a town car, asking or taking on cases big and small across Los Angeles. He's a bit um, obsessed about defending people whether or not they were guilty. It stars Manuel Garcia Rolfo as Mickey Haller, but you'll also see Becky Newton, who plays Lorna Crane, and that's not his first wife. No, it's his second wife who he divorces, but remains friends. But in the background is his first wife, with whom he occasionally sleeps. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It gets complicated. Definitely well worth a look. Thoroughly enjoyed it. Didn't realise it was on. And binge-watched both series over a week or so. And this is Mickey Haller in action. Haven't got a trailer, but we've taken a snippet of a scene where he's nailing a poor old policeman right. to the wall. But he was not under arrest. No, he was not. One more thing, deputy. You said that when Mr. Elliot walked you through the house, he showed no emotion. That's right. Are you a trained psychologist, deputy? Objection, argumentative. Sustained. Rephrase the question. Deputy, do you believe there's a correct emotional response to trauma? I would think that if someone stumbled upon their wife's body after she'd been murdered, 
they would at least react. React? How exactly? Cry, maybe? Is one tear enough? What if somebody cries for like, let's say, five minutes and then laughs? Objection, 352, argumentative. Sustained. Counsel, moving along. Deputy, can you tell us why you found my client's behavior unusual? Based on my experience, I'd never see anything like it. Oh, but of course, of course, your, your experience. And on this day, how long have you been on the job? Almost seven months. Were you even through your probationary period? No, I was not. But you're sure he was not under arrest? I'm sure. No further questions, Your Honor. We've spoken about Knox Goes Away before. It stars and is directed by Michael Keaton. It also stars Gregory Poirier and has a cameo appearance by Al Pacino. Basically, uh, diagnosed with a rapidly evolving form of dementia, a contract killer gets the chance to redeem himself by saving the life of his estranged son. I've been doing this job a long time. People like to talk about the targets. Think it made him feel better. Why don't you care who the guy is? They never got what it was really all about. Which was, in 10 minutes, they're not gonna be anybody. Knox, you okay? Knox. You have a very rare form of dementia. How much time do I have? Weeks. Not months. I'm sorry. That's okay, Doc. Even if I hated you for telling me, I'd forget soon enough. I'm sorry. I didn't mean to show up like this. Do I know you? Dad, please. Miles. What happened? This guy hurt my daughter. So I killed him. I never asked you for anything in my life. But I'm desperate. Why does he hate you so much? They found out what I did for a living. The police are all over this. You don't pull this off. This all goes to hell. I'm getting worse every hour. It's like a curtain coming down. I'm running out of time. They finally got up to you, huh? There's no coming back from this one. It was you. What? You turned me in. That's not true, Dad. You're losing it. Something's wrong with you. John, good luck. And our last recommendation, again, is one we have recommended. It's Land of Bad. It's a 2024 film. It came out on the 16th of February in the States, though it should be here by now. Uh, directed by William Eubank. Didn't 
doesn't cost a lot of money, surprisingly, uh, for for an all action film like it is eighteen and a bit million pounds, and it's already taken three point eight million at the box office. So it's going to make its money back. Land of Bad is a Russell Crowe film. It's got the Hemsworth boys in it, both of them, Luke and Liam. Ricky Whittle is in the film as well, and Robert Ray Beer. Uh, I have to say, it's not one I've seen, so I'd be very interested in you getting in touch with me, richard Hannah at outlook.com, if you have seen the film and let me know exactly what it is. The plot is a Delta Force procedural. When a Delta Force team is ambushed in enemy territory, a rookie officer refuses to abandon them. Is there any hope? lies with an Air Force drone pilot as the eyes in the sky during a brutal 48-hour battle for survival. They were having a very pleasant day. Blessed. Then someone rains on our parade. They removed one cancer just to find another. Conversation we should be having right now. Going after a CIA asset that's been captured. Is this your first mission in theater, JTAC? Second. Do me a favor. Keep up. The last thing we need in this office has to save your ass. <laughs> the hell are these guys? Local militia. Yo, hand over in five. I'm ready. I have your eyes in the sky and the bringer of doom. Subtle. I got movement. We got a situation. RPG's 12 o'clock. Incoming! Weapons away. Reaper, you there? Reaper. We're here, playboy. You gotta get your ass on the move, son. Come on, soldier. Hang in there, okay? Blackbird, can you stay in the area? Come forth, come forth. Playboy, are you injured? Can't talk right now. I get it. This is not where you want to be. Okay, it's not here. It's not here. It's here. Three hostiles heading your way. Do not move. There's no way I'm off this off. Remember your train. This is gonna get ugly. Our priority is protecting the men and women who serve this country. Five, four, three, two, one. You gotta move, man. Get up and go! That's this week's recommendations. Let's go to Miley Cyrus and Gloria Gaynor together we were good we were gold kind of dream that can't be so we were right till we weren't built a home and watched it burn Don't 
So happy Sunday, you're riding with me, Richard J. Hanna, and this is the Sunday Radio Magazine. And I'll ask you, what's a radio magazine? A little bit of this and a little bit of that. A little bit of this and a little bit of that. That's Isabella, and she's eight, and she's been after my job for a long, long time. You'll have to get behind me, Satan, my eight-year-old granddaughter, who loves to be on the radio. I'll get her doing some new jingles soon. Yes, that's right. We are the equivalent of a colour supplement on Sunday. So we do a little bit of this and a little bit of that. Some news, some competitions, and competitions is where we're going to go right now with... It's competition time. This is the Lyric Machine. Tell us the name of the artist and the song that the lyrics come from. That's right. So last week we gave you four lines of lyrics. We said it was from the 1980s. We told you it was the American singer-songwriter. And we definitely steered you off Joan Armour Trading. Well, maybe we shouldn't have done, because in a way that was a clue in its own right. You'll see when I give you the final answer. We gave you the following lyrics. We said, maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something me, myself. I've got nothing to prove. Do you get it now? Bearing in mind the clues I've just given you, the Joan Armour trading may not be entirely out of the picture. It's not Joan Armour trading, but she kind of is a clue. You'll see why. Maybe together we can get somewhere. Any place is better. Starting from zero, got nothing to lose. Maybe we'll make something. Me, myself, I got nothing to prove. And I'm going to play the live version of this song that was re-released recently. The song was Fast Car. It was by American singer-songwriter Tracy Chapman. Can you see the the reference to Joan Armour Trading? Similar voices. Released in April 1988. And this is a duet she did very, very recently.
got a fast car Is it fast enough so we can fly away? We gotta make a decision Leave tonight or leave or die this way Remember when we were driving, driving in your car Speeds of ass, it felt like I was gone City lights lay out before us And your arms felt nice right around my shoulder And I, I, had a feeling that I belonged I, I, had a feeling I could be someone Be someone, be someone Got a fast car We go cruising, entertain ourselves Still ain't got a job So working the market is a checkout girl I know things will get better You'll find work and I'll get promoted And we'll move out of the shelter Buy a bigger house, live in the suburbs I remember when we were Speed too fast, I felt like I was wrong City lights lay out before us And your arm felt nice wrapped around my shoulder And I, I had a feeling that I belonged I, I had a feeling I could be someone Be someone, be someone I got a job that pays all our bills Stay out drinking late at the bar Some more your friends and you do your kids I'd always hope for better But maybe together you and me find it I got no plans, I ain't going nowhere Take your best car and keep on driving So you can fly away We gotta make a decision Leave tonight or live and die this way That was Luke Coombs joining Tracy Chapman on stage at the 2024 Grammy Awards We're going to be back with some new lyrics straight after this
Our brothers and sisters is all Teddy Swims, who at the moment is big everywhere. Absolutely big everywhere. Uh, new album out. Now everything else is being re-released and people are beginning to realise just what a wonderful soul. Solely singer he is. Anyway, fantastic. This is an easy one. I think that uh, even kids will get this. Certainly it's a multi-generational song. Uh, I'm giving you no clues. I'm just going to read the lines. Four lines... That's all I'm going to give you. Try and make it as difficult as possible. Give you nothing in the intonation. And just see if you get this. If you can send in your answers to the station you're listening to me on. Or you can send it directly to me. Richard-Hannah at Outlook.com We will let you have a mug. A show mug. We don't skimp on our prizes here. Oh no. Oh no. We don't skimp on prizes here. You know, other shows, they'll give you zillions of pounds and houses, but we don't do that. We stick to the values that uh, make this show what it is. Cheap. Anyway, listen, here are your lines. So no one told you life was going to be this way. Your job's a joke. You're broke. Your love life's DOA. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. So no one told you life was going to be this way. Your job's a joke. You're broke. Your love life's DOA. It's like you're all stuck in second gear. I'll give it to you one more time. If it hasn't sunk in already and you're not already reaching for your email, I will be amazed. So no one told you life is going to be this way. Your job's a joke. You're broke. Your love life's the way. It's like you're always stuck in second gear. I think that's one of the easiest, easiest lyric competitions we've ever, ever given you. Okay, moving on.
right, now it's time for dedications and birthdays. And we're going to start with Diego Caballé, whose birthday was on the 2nd of March. So congratulations, Diego, out there in Spain. But also, your parents... 50th wedding anniversary Felicidad That is Mr. and Mrs. Caballé 50 years together 50 years Married Do you know what? Most marriages these days last about 50 minutes <laughs> And I can talk I love a bit of wedding cake I love a party But congratulations to Mr. and Mrs. Caballé Out there in Spain Mother and father to Diego Fine young boy It's his birthday today Well it's his birthday on the 2nd of March So we've missed it But uh, congratulations Diego For the 2nd of March And congratulations Senor and Senora Caballé On your 50th Your 50th wedding anniversary Well done folks Robin Hathaway, your birthday was also on the 2nd of March. Congratulations to you. Chelsea Geard, a mere 33 years of age. Your birthday was on the 3rd. Hayley Frame, gosh, Hayley, it, you don't call, you don't write. It's been a while. It's your 40th. Congratulations. I know you're not supposed to say this when it's a lady, but I know Hayley. <laughs> well done, Hayley. 40 years of age. Did you ever think you were going to get there? All those years ago in St Albans when we used to knock about together. Did you ever think you were going to get to your fo I certainly didn't. I, I didn't think you had a hope. <laughs> 40 years. Happy birthday, Hayley. Um, the 6th of March. Jamie Firminger. Jamie. Again, long time no speaking. Another person I know. 7th of March. And you are a mere... A mere stripling, 34 years of age. I've got training shoes that are older than you. And then there's Erica Rainbird, 7th of March. Congratulations, Erica. I'm going to save the next ones I've seen coming up because I know I will catch you before the next show. But I also want to send felicitations out to Paul Rimmer and uh, Paul is up there in Scotland congratulations Paul uh, I think it's your 50th I'm only guessing I think it's your 50th birthday if it isn't right in and correct it'll be too late if I've if I've overestimated Paul it's too late everybody thinks you're as you're you're older than you think you are so let's go again so for Paul for Diego for Robin for Chelsea for Haley, for Jamie and for Erica these three tracks and i'm going to try and spread the age of them go out to you Without you, that 
late in the evening, lost on the side. I've been sad with you for most of the night. Ignoring everybody here, we wish they would disappear. So maybe we could get down
so a few shout outs before we go i'm right up against time here stay right here wherever you're listening and i'm sure there's some more great entertainment coming along and i will see you all next week same time same channel i know where you live no shirking hand in your homework uh but just to say anthony marvin gosh anthony have you been in the wars thinking about you at this time hang on in there mate also woody up there i think you're up there sort of manchester worcester way i know you've been struggling a little bit so uh you know our thoughts go out to you too of course i dedicate the show as i usually do to she who must be obeyed lorraine love of my life puts up with me puts the music together thanks a lot and uh, just wherever you are stay safe don't take all this political nonsense seriously they tie themselves up in knots they really do i'll see you same time same channel next week this is richard j hannah with the sunday radio magazine out Jungle out there. It's a jungle out there.